Mainly so we don't have you the can technical. Roast me to my face. Yeah, mainly so we don't have the technical difficulties because, like, oh my god, there's been there. so much shite happening. Like, and if you're listening to the show live, like, a lot of the times you won't, you won't really pick up on it. You probably like unless we say it, which we do a lot, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily realise that Laura's broadcasting from home and we're not in the same place. But sometimes there's a nasty old delay because obviously we're relying on the mm. internet to transfer the audio back and forth. Usually it does a good job. Sometimes some days are bet are worse than others. Like last week, last Friday and Monday of this week were awful. Oh, the delay was nasty, nasty, nasty. And like mm. some days it's just grand, but like it's just not knowing how it's going to be drives you up the wall and if it is grand and you can't do anything about it like you can restart all the computers and microphones and stuff but if it doesn't work it doesn't work and it's a pain in the hole there's one thing I kind of wish I did at the start of this like working from home um, thing what do you call it a stint I suppose I wish I took a picture of like my hair right and then compared it to my hair now after three months of working from home, I guarantee I have about 10 extra grey hairs on my head do you, because of working from home. Do you, put that down, do you put that down to working from home or getting old? Stop, I'm not <laughs> old. You just, this is the thing, right? You're what, 24? You'll be 25 in June. Yeah. And I will be 28 in June. Jazz, we are in the prime of our life. We're going to look back on the zoo crew going, Jesus Christ, we were young. We were young. I mean, and I'm in the prime of Lyme. 28, that's late 20s. 28 is still in the prime of Lyme. Look at Kourtney Kardashian. She's 41. She looks younger than I do. She's living her best life going out with Travis Barker from Blink-182. I heard that he's in the news today. Is that yeah. is that a recent thing? He's like he's like yeah. an OG drummer rock star. Like. Mm. Are they new? He got his na- he got her name tattooed on his belly. Yeah, I heard that. Now, he's a lot of tattoos in fairness. It's not gonna stick out. Like you wouldn't you, <laughs> if you look at Travis Barker, you don't necessarily know if he's wearing clothes or if it's just his tattoos. Like I'm pretty sure he's covered head to toe in tattoos, so I don't think it's actually that special that he did it. It's just like yeah, true. had a little truth. bit of be- moment of truth. Had a bit of belly skin moment. to cover. Moment of truth. Would you ever get someone else's name tattooed on your body? I don't think so, no. That's no, so stupid. I just couldn't. Like, I hate people that are like, it's a sign of love. I'm like, what, how, you can express your love however you want. That doesn't bother me. No. However, you like to think that the person you're with is your forever because obviously you wouldn't be in a relationship if you didn't think it had legs. But like, at the same time, forever is a long time. Uh, like, yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. Do you know, I, I wouldn't expect anyone to get my name tattooed on their body. I would get my own name tattooed on my body. Of course you would. <laughs> that is such a jazz thing to do. <laughs> now, I jazz. wouldn't I wouldn't get my own name tattooed on my body if my name was Richard. <laughs> <laughs> why, why Richard of all the names? Well, like other names are available, but like I wouldn't I also wouldn't get my name tattooed on my body if my name was like uh what, what, like, what is the thought process behind getting your own name tattooed on your body? Like, please tell me why. I don't know. Why like, it'd be do? like it'd be kind of cool. Like, but then again, only because like jazz is a is a cool name. It's also short, has nice letters, nice aesthetic letters in J, A, and Z. Like, they all work together very nicely. It's short, so it's not too big. If you had a name like Anthony or something, I don't know. Like, it just wouldn't know, work as well. 
Supposing you got your name tattooed on your body, right? And then you say you get it done on your chest and you've your top off at a festival because I feel like that's like something that you would do. No, <laughs> no, you're painting me in the wrong light here. I would do someone... neither of those things. <laughs> okay, for argument's sake, you have your top off at a festival and you have jazz written on your chest and someone comes up going, oh, who's jazz? Is jazz your girlfriend? And you're like, no, Jazz is me. Yeah. That's my name. Yeah, that's way better. Why? That's way better. Like, no, Jazz isn't anyone else. Jazz is me. I wouldn't get a tattooed on my chest. I think I, if I was getting Jazz tattooed on me, I'd get it tattooed on... Let me see. Iris is taken. Thigh is taken. Ankle is, t- is taken. I'd get it tattooed on, like, my foot or a toe. Jazz on my big toe would be cool. Are you there? <laughs> what the hell? Oh, like, come on. We are just talking about technical difficulties. Stop. Uh, now, see, if we are live on the show now, I'd just go to a song. But because this is the podcast intro, I don't, I don't, oh, what is going on? This is the last day that Laura's broadcasting from home. We're not even live on the air. We're literally through Zoom. It's not, e- it's not even, I hear, it's not even through the work computer that she has at home. It's through her own bloody Zoom account. This just proves that it was Laura's internet the whole time. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, so I can, well, we have the Zoom open for ourselves here. And that's usually the way we do it during the show. We have Zoom open so we can see each other when like the songs are playing and that we, so that we can, um, so that we can plan and chat and also see each other so we're talking to somebody and we know that like the, the, the line, the audio is going to dip out sometimes if the Zoom crashes and the Zoom's crashed right now and that just proves every time that the audio is glitched on the show that it's Laura's internet because the Zoom has just crashed now and and if you're into the techie kind of side the way we get aud- uh, Laura's audio to the studio and to the radio essentially isn't through Zoom it's actually I don't actually know what it's through something called IP IPL IPDL IPDTL something like that some cool software and then I have a fader here on the desk in front of me and that's where Laura's audio comes through and then the Zoom is separate just so we can see each other this is mad scenes though she's just not popping up usually she pops back in Ah. Oh, okay. She texted me saying the laptop died. Oh, I'm gonna have to retract all my statements about her in- about her internet. Okay, she's back in the Zoom here. She's gonna be on her phone. We wait and see. <laughs> I'm gonna have to eat my words here now. Hey, yeah. Are you back? Are you there? Come on, come on, man. No, still can't hear. Oh, no, hang on, my microphone's on mute. <laughs> okay, so what okay. happened there? I have no idea. I like okay, I'm going to show you right now. My whole comp- my whole like MacBook has just restarted itself. So what what do you have me on now? So I plugged you into my work computer. And you have Zoom on the work computer. Yeah, I opened up Zoom on the Zoom on the work computer. Okay. It just froze. I have to retract some statements because as soon as that happened, I was like, "Ah, oh, this is the last bloody day of Laura working from home," and that just proves that every every time on the show when the audio glitched, it was your internet glitching because we're not even on air mm-hmm. right now. So after no. after retract those statements, and your laptop just died. My laptop just died. Like it's plugged in. Like it's fully it's fully charged and everything, and it's literally just like no. And like you know the way when you press like on the the mouse pad. That wouldn't even press. It was like it just turned off. 
Interesting. It's been making a sound like it was a like an airplane all day, you know, and it's like <laughs> Yeah. It's like yeah, it as soon as I open as soon as I open any any program on the laptop, it sounds like uh it sounds like it's about to take Ready off. For take off. Yeah, it's crazy. But uh, yeah, so it wasn't the internet this time, ah. it was actually the, the technology. Right. Get out my mind and okay. um, sorry, but back to you getting the words or your name jazz tattooed on your chest. Oh yeah. The last thing I think I said was, That's my name, jazz is my name and then I froze. Oh, okay. So I think I was saying that if I was gonna get jazz tattooed on my body, it would probably go on my on a toe. Toe would be kind of funny. Oh, I'd love a toe tattoo, to be honest. A toe too. A tattoo. A tattoo. A tattoo. I'd love a tattoo. I'd love a little, I'd love like a little smiley face on the bottom of my big toe. You know, when you have your feet up on the couch, there's a little smiley face there. (laughs) That'd be so painful though, because apparently that's a really bad spot to get a tattoo, because anywhere where there's bone close to the skin, that's sore. Really? My yeah. friend once told me that I should get um, toenails tattooed on my baby toes because oh. I have no toenails oh, that's, on my baby toes. Oh, really? That's rotten. <laughs> what? Why do you have no baby toenail? I do, but they're like tiny. Oh, you're disgusting. Like, like, sort that out. Grow that thing. <laughs> I can't. They just don't grow. They're really small. That's rotten. Yeah. <laughs> All right, calm down. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> Why do you have no baby toenail? I do. I'll show you my feet. No, don't. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna wear open toe sandals for oh, the rest of the year. Coming into work after three months working from home in bloody Birkenstocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what? I'm actually. I'm excited to come back and see you in person and see everybody else. But I'm also like, I'm so used to just being in in my own space now, like where I don't have to dress up. Like, yeah. what am I going to wear on, on Monday, do you know? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I actually do think it's going to be a bit of a culture shock for you coming back in, back in after a couple of uh, couple of months not being in the office. You're also going to smell my farts again. Oh, that is one thing I did not miss was your smelly bum hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, to be honest, I'd be shocked if you did miss it. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a bit weird if I text you and be like, oh, I miss you and your, I can't even, I'm not even going to finish that then. I, I miss you and your smelly bum hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god alright we'll leave and on that note yeah. I don't think I want to continue with this yeah. podcast anymore uh, we'll leave it we'll leave it there so um, well, yeah. what are you gonna what are you gonna hear oh you'll hear episode or oh, not episode 2 but uh, installment 2 of Mystery Guest again I'm not gonna reveal who yeah. it was Mystery Guest um, started last week if you missed last week's one listen in the pod if you missed this week's one listen in the pod great one great guy I was spoiled yeah so so much fun you'll also hear a ridiculous reason why I called it off with someone when I was 17 oh yeah and then you'll also hear how they almost tied in with each other that story and the mystery guest yeah, mystery, guest, mystery, the mystery guest mystery guest has giant feet which you didn't know like the biggest feet I think I've ever heard of yeah. in real life oh for and sure and I got a bit nervous I, like, one of my questions to mystery guest was have we ever smooched in the past yeah Mad scenes. Uh, all right, it's all Mad coming scenes. up in the next little while. Enjoy the podcast. We'll talk to you in the next one. Gerber. The Suecast with Jazz and Laura. Something happened over the weekend, and I was taken a little bit aback <laughs> by when this happened. So, obviously, the weekend was happening. And we, you and I don't work together in the weekend, Laura, because it'd be the weekend. And that's what happens when you have a couple of days off. However, on Sunday nights, yeah. I've spoken about it on the show before. I go live on my Instagram for a series called DJ's Digest, in which I'm joined by a different guest. They are, of course, a DJ and we chat through what's going on, what life is like at the moment, how things have changed, all that sort of crack. And I've been doing it for over two months now. Every single Sunday, 
at 7pm I go live and I've been talking to you about it loads you know the crack and we're always chatting about it you have yeah and I was live last night my guest was a guy called Pagan he's a very talented producer from Donegal having great chats uh, and then t- coming toward the end I'm going to say like we were probably like 45 minutes or so into the chat and obviously I was on my Instagram going live via my phone had the phone up on a tripod <laughs> ring light on and sometimes you know when the, you're watching your phone you go live you get a you get a WhatsApp or an Instagram and the notification comes down and you, it kind of takes your focus off but it, but obviously that's only the, the person who's looking at the camera i.e. me Uh yeah, and then you know you flick it away or whatever. You still you still engage in the conversation. Although last night I was live and something different happened. I was looking at my phone, having the chats, and then all of a sudden my screen changed, caught like caught my attention. And I was like, "What? What the? What the hell is this?" <laughs> my phone started ringing. But it wasn't like a normal <laughs> ring. It was FaceTime. And then, of course, like if you're not familiar with Instagram yeah. Lives, when that happens, the Instagram Live is paused. And like I had a guest there. I'm sure I'm sure Pagan, my guest, was like, what the hell's going on? People who are watching me like, oh, this is paused. What's the crack? What's going on? And in the couple of seconds that I was looking at the screen, I was like, who the hell is trying to FaceTime me? Laura Bracken FaceTime me I was like oh Hello. my god I wouldn't even care if it was someone that I that didn't know but like Laura knows I'm live every Sunday what the <laughs> hell was going on I'm so sorry so like I literally only FaceTime probably three people in my life one of them being my sister's phone because I like to FaceTime my niece every day the second being my boyfriend and the third being my friend Sarah but for whatever reason, Jazz, you know when you go into your FaceTime, like, recents, it has, like, a list of, like, the last few people that you've called. And you are in among that list. So we obviously had a FaceTime recently about, like, planning the show. So, like, you are, like, one of, like, four four names. And obviously, my boyfriend's name is John, and you're Jazz. So you both are, like, J in my phone. So I just saw the J and just clicked, like, <laughs> dial. And I was, like, it was, like, connecting Jazz Keen. I was, like, oh, crap. And I've been on, I've been on uh, Instagram, because I, I was actually watching your live, and then my boyfriend texted me and was, like, do you want to FaceTime? So then I went to go call him. Oh, and priorities. I hit into your phone, and I was, like, oh, no. I know, sorry. <laughs> it was a great live, though. It was amazing. Now, Jazz, I got, like, 51 minutes in there it was great but um, yeah I felt really bad then because I, I literally when he answered the phone I was like oh my god I rang Jazz for like a second and I'm pretty sure he's still on live like he's going <laughs> to kill me tomorrow and he was like oh that'll be funny now to bring up on the radio tomorrow and I was kind of hoping that you wouldn't notice but you obviously did <laughs> well you you clearly didn't notice um, quick enough because it connected for a sec now, yeah. in, now in saying that I didn't even click decline like you had stopped the call but it still came up on my phone and paused the live now I have rewatched the tape and uh, of the IGTV <laughs> and nothing it, like it, it glitches for about a second but nothing too bad has happened thank god like if you if you hadn't had realised that you were calling me you're like you rang yeah. and then like you were going to make a curry or something that would have kept ringing I would have had to like fidget with my phone <laughs> it would have been a lot worse but oh my god like where did you try take put me? your phone on airplane mode next time but I'm scared that's gonna interrupt with the Wi-Fi and all these things might happen you know and then it might interrupt the live oh, but well. like I think you're just trying to sabotage my side hustle <laughs> I mean that's what it is but you know what actually something happened to me uh, when I got into my car earlier on today and I think it might be revenge from you I think you were sneaking around my car after the live last night 
night. Mm. And I think you did something to my car. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Well, Jazz, I, I am convinced that you have since tried to get some revenge on me for accidentally uh, interrupting your live yes, last night on Instagram. So I got into my car today. I treated myself to a little Monday takeaway. You were oh. kind of poking fun at me off air there. Nice. You said, who gets takeaway on a Monday? I said, I do. Because ah, yeah. it's still the weekend. It's a bank holiday. So I got in my car anyway to go up and collect it. And two things happened to my car. Jazz, you're often complaining about a stink in your car. And yes. you don't know where the smell has come from. I am convinced that you have bottled some of that smell and put it into my car because I got into my car today and the absolute stink from my car. Now, bear in mind, right, I barely drive my car anymore because I'm, I'm still working from home. So I'm just like tipping around going to the shops. I have not put petrol in my car since December. Like, that's how little I'm driving oh at the moment. God. I'm joking. My petrol light only came car. on today for the first time. I know my petrol light only came on today for the first time in like four months because I'm that's how little I'm driving my car but anyway so I get in there's this absolute awful smell in my car I'm like what's going on and straight away Jazz you popped into my head I was like Jazz Keen has been near my car he has farted and kept the windows up where is he where is he but then also in my I was looking in the mirror as I was driving and I could see like a like a, a little mark like down my um, my back window and then when I parked about the takeaway I had a look and there was this massive, massive spider going oh. down like my back window on the inside of the car. Oh! And I didn't have a tissue. I didn't have anything. I was like, I can't get this this spider out of my car. Like, I'm gonna have to wait till I get home. So, collected the takeaway. Was driving home. Got back to my house. Parked up. Do you think I can find the spider anywhere? Oh. No. So now the car belongs to my spider. Not only is my car absolutely stinky, there is a giant spider inside my car, and I don't want to. I don't want to drive my car anymore. That car is now belonging to the spider. Congratulations. Do you spider. think? Do you think? Do you think the spider is letting off farts? <laughs> That's why the car is smelling. Like. I would not be surprised, but I'm genuinely like, I'm like, do you know what now? This this is Jazz. I bet you, does Jazz have a spare key to my car? Is this revenge? And I Because you're that petty. And I have found a <laughs> farting spider. And I'm like, oh, a farting spider. I mean, usually I'd have absolutely no use for this little guy. But you know what? Laura Bracken interrupted my lives. So do you know what, farting spider? I've got a little job for you. <laughs> Follow me. Follow me. But stay two metres back. Uh, no, I uh, I haven't. I'm not, I wish I was responsible for either one of those two awful things that's happened to your car. But no, unfortunately, unfortunately not. Jazz, what am I supposed to do now? Like, am I supposed to get like a full valet and be like, hey, if you find the spider, I'll give you an extra 20 quid? Like, do you know? I'd be selling <laughs> I'm your terrified car. now. It was so big. Yeah, and you know what usually happens? Really? Like, spiders usually find nice, kind of uh, sheltered, warm places, and that's where they have all their babies. So, and I'm pretty sure this is the kind ah, of time stop. of year. Kind of like spring into summer is kind of the time when spider babies hatch. So, I would say that spider is going to turn into 12. Good thing I have rollerblades in the post. I won't be doing much driving anymore. They're going to need eight more rollerblades because that spider is coming with you. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. We're talking about those little things that get under your skin and grind your gears if it's about a person, if it's about time. Apparently, a lot of people upset about delis and this is this is kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent right now, <laughs> but why aren't delis open much later and why do they have random closing times? No consistency about them whatsoever. 
Yeah, that's the part. Like, look, we're not having a dig at delis. I just, I just find it very strange that like you could go anywhere in Ireland and each deli has a different closing time. Like, there's no consistency in terms of like when you can get your chicken filler rolls. You know, like you could be like back when travel was a thing, you could be going on like a road trip. You could go, be going from one county to another, and you always make a little pit stop on the way to get a nice roll and a juice or whatever. And like, you could get there and a deli could be closed, and you could drive five miles down the road and the deli could be open. Like. These are the things that keep me awake at night, Jazz. Yeah, someone has texted in saying you can't have a deli open uh, a, d- a deli open till the shop is closed because no one wants to eat a sausage roll cooked in the morning and has just been sitting there in the light all day. And that is true, but you could make you could make second batches at like lunchtime that will do until closing yeah. time. And also, I remember this so vividly. I'm pretty sure it was from primary school maybe very early secondary school days but some food scientist or someone came in and they did a quiz with us and they said oh you know the, the hot food at a deli that's under the glass and has that hot light shining on it all day is it safe to eat after however many hours and everyone was like no obviously not like that's so disgusting and he was like no it actually is as long as it has that hot light on it that is keeping it warm and keeping it safe hence why they are there and that has stuck with me even though it seems a little bit not great like of course it is perfectly safe hence why everywhere does it you know keep the light lit then that's all I say I just want more longer hours for delis that's all I want keep it lit keep our lit (laughs) keep the delis lit you hear me keep our lit someone else says uh, why did drive through coffee spots shut at 4pm and this this resonates so strong with someone who works yes. night time. Like, I just had a coffee before we started the show, which is late in the day for someone who works, like, say, 9 to 5. But, like, this is this is our 7 a.m. It's 7 p.m., but this is this our is 7 This is our morning. Yeah. Mm. Coffee spots don't be open and late. But, again, it's all about supply and demand. Absolutely. But I think most places around me that serve coffee um, stop at around maybe 3 or 4 and I'm like, but that's, my day is just starting then, yeah. you know? Like, so if I don't get in by 4pm, I don't get my coffee. Yeah, this is very true. Jade has sent through a WhatsApp. You ask for a little bit of sauce and I purposely ask for a little tiny bit of sauce and they'll still put mountains and mountains on you. Yeah, again, a lot of sauce and a lot of deli things coming through. On you. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like you ask for loads of sauce on your roll and they put loads on you. They actually don't get any on the roll. Yeah. They're like, oh, you want loads of sauce, do you? Across the deli counter onto you. <laughs> Taco sauce all over you. But you know, I think, that's, I think that's just a case of, I think a lot of people when they ask for sauce, they do want, a lot of people do want their rolls absolutely drowning in sauce. So to save them you know, keep putting spoons of sauce on, they probably just give one big dollop, do you know? Yeah, this is very true. It's a, Do you know what? Fair play to deli workers because it's, it's no easy job yeah. and I'd say, I'd say you get quite annoyed at people coming in being like, yeah, can I have loads of sauce, please? Not that much, Jesus! Cutting half? No! Cutting thirds. I'd say it's tough. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. But yeah, I need to, I feel like more investigative journalism needs to be done on the deli scene in Ireland because... I, I need more consistency. I feel like there's a lot of a lot of questions to be answered, Jazz. Watch this space. We'll send you undercover visiting the delis of Ireland with a with a camera like on your glasses there, your blue oh, light I'd glasses. Love that. And we'll we'll go underneath Ireland's dirty delis. <laughs> <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. A professor from the School of Food Science and Nutrition at Leeds University, his name's Professor Alan Mackey. He's come out and said that in some cases you really should be putting the milk into your tea before the water because that is going to oh, make the flavour that is going to make the flavour far superior his words 
So we're going to put it to the damn test now. I know, mm. like you said it, it is blasphemous. Like I don't know anyone who does that. I know ninety nine percent of people would be like, ah, get out of here. This is you're a phony professor, Mister Mackey. But he's saying no because of the I don't know the the amount of minerals present in water. The more minerals there are, the more difficult it is for these compounds to develop the flavour. So if you put in the milk first, well then it's going to taste better. Criminal behaviour. So you've got two cup of teas in front of you. One of them is made normally. Yeah, now for the purpose of this, yeah, for the purpose of this experiment, one of them is made normally. How I would normally make a cup of tea, that is a tea bag, then the water, then the milk. I don't take sugar because I'm sweet enough. (laughs) And then I, for the second one, there is milk, in with the tea bag and then the boiling water. Now, because I'm at home and I don't, I like, I, I couldn't see these being made. So I went downstairs and I was like, Mammy, will you make me two cups of tea? And she told me to where to go, but then I told her it was for the show and then she's like, oh, okay, no problem. So two cups of tea are in front of me. I don't know which is which. My mom has texted me the results, which I have yet not looked at on my phone. Um, so yeah, I need to do a little taste test. Now, my blindfold is back. <laughs> I sleep in this. Yeah. Put the blindfold on there while you realise the blindfold isn't necessary because you don't know which cup is which. But anyway, it adds to the illusion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That is so ah, just, stupid just, just leave it off. Okay. <laughs> okay, so the first mug is you. Uh, a nice white mug with you the word the oink first mug. all over. <laughs> I am the first mug. The first mug has oink written all over it. Here I go. I hope it's not going to burn my little mouth now. I don't like I don't like drinking hot drinks too soon. Anyway, give me a little blow. Okay. <laughs> just get on with it, will you? That's hot, 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 hot. Okay, this is kind of milkier than I would usually make it. My mom definitely makes tea a little bit more milky than than me. Okay. Mm, oh, it's hard to tell. This uh, one definitely has a strong milk flavour. All we need you to do is out of ten, rate it. I feel like this is a personal attack on my mommy now. I feel like I'm just rating her tea making skills. Um, I would say this one is a five and a half out of five. What? A five and a half out of five. What the hell are you talking about? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Five and a half out of ten. Five and a half out of five. Jesus Christ. Charles, we both know maths is not my strong point, okay? (laughs) Can't do the quick maths. I don't think that's a maths issue. Anyway, moving on. Five and and a half (laughs) out of ten, okay. Okay, that's for the first mug. And mug number two. Again, going in with the blow. There we go. Mm. Okay. Hmm. This one is definitely stronger. So I feel like mm, that's more my kind of that's more my cup of tea now, I have to say. Um that's a bit of me. I would give that one uh a nine and a half out of ten. Oh wow we okay, so big difference there. Mm. So the second cup is you say tasting nicer. So now reveal the results. Your mom has made the cup of teas. Okay. Which is which? Now now, if this pre- if the okay. second cup is the one that's made with the milk first, then this professor is right, and people are going to be bloody outraged. Okay, cup number one. That is the milk first cup. Okay. Cup number two is the regular cup of tea. There you go. Do you know go. what I'd say happened here? I'd say that when you make it with the milk first... You can't really control how much milk is going in because, like, you know when your tea is made and it's a nice brown colour and you know how, like, brown or milky you have your tea. So 
obviously you know how much tea, but if you're putting in the tea first, you don't know how brown that tea is going to come out, you know? Very true. How strong it's going to be. There you go. The myth is yeah. busted. Professor Alan Mackey, get Bell out of here. Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. I feel like I'm being made out to be the bad guy right now because we are talking about the ridiculous reasons that you have broken up with someone or just stopped seeing someone for. It's after I let slip last night uh, off air that I, when I was a teenager, I was put off a guy that I really liked because of his shoes. And it wasn't the style of shoes. It was the fact that his shoes were like two sizes too big for him. <laughs> and just the way he walked just really put me off. But the thing is, I didn't notice it until my friends pointed it out. So... You know what? I blame I blame my friends for for being in my ear for that one. I was I was easily influenced. But if you can top that, if you have a more ridiculous reason than somebody's shoes for breaking up with them, let us know on 087-711-1038. Yeah, absolutely no shame here. But can I just ask as well? How do you know that yeah. his shoes were too big for him? Like you said, okay. this is at the very start of. So you weren't like boyfriend girlfriend. It was just like kind of very casual. So how did you know what size his feet were, and then what size his shoes were to know they were too big? Okay, well, first of all, he was like in our friend group, so I would have seen a lot of them. Second of all, I don't, I still to this day don't know, I don't know what size his feet are, nor do I care now. But it was more so, you know, when like, like when someone would walk and like you'd see like their, the, the front of their shoe, there'd just be so much extra space that wasn't filled with foot. <laughs> that, they didn't, that they didn't fit him properly. It's like, it's like he borrowed them from his older brother to look cool and was just strutting around. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, maybe that was his game. Like he was borrowing bigger shoes than his, than, than his feet size maybe. were to give off the illusion he got big feet. Or maybe he just genuinely <laughs> did have big feet and you're missing out. Uh, 087 711 1038. What are the ridiculous <laughs> reasons that you've broken it off with someone? James has sent through WhatsApp. How are you, gang? The worst reason I ever had for breaking up with a girl was her name was Bridget. But there's a bit of a story behind it. So years ago, when I was, I think I was in first year in secondary school, I came home and I was bursting to go to the toilet. So I ran up the stairs and without my mother even telling me, my auntie Bridget was in the bath with nothing on. And let's just say, I could never go near the girl to Bridget again. Oh, wow. Oh, that's so unfortunate. Oh, my God. Oh, my Oh. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I just love how like there's so many parts of this story like rushing home from school dying to go to the toilet your mother not even telling you your auntie's over <laughs> yeah. nor her reciting the fact that she's in the bath with nothing on her and the door was open you could just run in there and that has thrown <laughs> you off the name Bridget for life I mean valid reason very valid reason absolutely James, a valid reason let, let us know if you actually told the Bridget who you were seeing if that was the reason like, and did she accept was she like okay do you know what fair enough that would scar you for life yeah I, th- I think she would have to agree I think anyone decent would understand but let us know can you top that what is the most ridiculous reason that you've had for breaking it off with someone the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura I was having to think about it there and I actually have never broken up with anyone oh look at you Jazz Keen such a caring soul never a heartbreaker always well, so respectful definitely more to do with the fact that I never had anyone to break up with <laughs> <laughs> I mean I didn't want to go there but you went there yeah for me it happened to me when I was a teenager I was put off a guy because I didn't like his shoes call me a well, ha- whoa whoa hang on here I don't think it's the t- <laughs> it's not liking the shoes is the issue 
Yeah, he wore shoes that were two sizes too big for him and he, he walked around like he had a clown feet and I didn't like it. I mean, I, could, I couldn't be bringing someone like that out to the Debs, do you know? It was very important. <laughs> Rocking out to the Debs with Krusty the Clown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Zoe, welcome to the show. Tell us uh, the ridiculous reason that you've broken up with someone. Oh, well, like, it wasn't just one person. Like, when I was a teenager, like, you know, coming into those years of liking boys and stuff, I uh, I would just break up with them when they had a new haircut. Like, it would just take me, like, surprise. <laughs> I remember there was the first time I did it. I was, think I was, like, 13 or 14 or something. I was going to a disco, and... Um, I was waiting for her, for him to come, and I was like one of my only, only the girls, one of the only girls out of the group that had a boyfriend. So he arrived, and I looked down the stairs at him, and he had a haircut, and I was like, "Oh my <laughs> god, no, this can't be happening!" So I just pure broke up with him on the night of the of the actual disco as well. Oh. And other people, it was so bad. Oh, oh god, I love him, Zoe. And then I did it a couple of times after as well to you would it was a problem. It was a problem. <laughs> and it was just the hair the haircuts would take you by surprise. Yeah, it's like a new person. I didn't get with you. Ah, God love him God love him just trying to look nice for you on the night of the disco, Zoe, and you broke his heart. Oh, no, I'm such a bitch. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, I'm not that person anymore. I haven't done that in a very long time. <laughs> Good, glad to hear it. <laughs> Zoe, thanks a mil. Uh, Claire, welcome to the show. Talk to us about the ridiculous reasons that you've broken it off with someone. Um, oh, I was obsessed with this fella in third year. And we were snapchatting back and forth and that was fine. And he asked me out and I was like, oh, so excited. And we were going to meet each other and like, you know the nerves? Yeah. Oh yeah. God, they're in my stomach. And then I just seen them in a pair of bootleg jeans and Air Max and I was like, the nerve just went away. I instantly got the ache. It was the the bootleggy jeans as in the kind of, they kind of are wide at the end so they would go over boots. I the two hands in the pockets and I was like, oh, no, not for me. <laughs> and I feel so bad because I didn't break up with them. I just started ignoring them. Oh no, oh, you didn't even no. give him the uh, warning or the closure. People. No, now, like a couple of years down the line, when I was getting into a new relationship, I texted him and I apologised for everything, but. <laughs> Did you tell him the reason? <laughs> Just. Yeah, I thought, no, I never told him the reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, look, at least you cleared the air, Al, but exactly. now, I, I think it's often you ignored him, but look. I know, and a lovely fellow, I'm still friends with him to this day now. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. You better make sure you don't reveal the reason because that'll, that'll crush him. But hopefully he's gotten a, a slight increase in the fashion sense recently. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Well, he's, he's a stunning girlfriend now, so... Oh, good. Yeah, so... Oh, great. It all worked out. Maybe he's ditched the uh, the bootleg jeans combo with the Air Max and it's all working out well for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Claire, thanks, Emil. We'll talk to you again. Bye-bye. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. We're just asking you, would you rather spaghetti hair or sweat syrup? And you know what? Colin has going to have the last word. Definitely spaghetti hair because you'd be sweating during the hot silage season in the tractor. And if you're in a tractor, you're going around, you don't want to be sweating syrup. You want to be letting your spaghetti hair flow in the wind. Yeah, I kind of, and you know, we, we spoke there a minute ago. Tig was on WhatsApp saying that you know he sweats a bit too much, so he couldn't have a, a syrup. A, he couldn't sweat syrup. Tig, 
I'm kind of eating my words now. I'm kind of thinking maybe I'm sweatier than I realise. Maybe yeah. I would be extremely sticky if I was to sweat syrup. Yeah. Like maybe I'm just not aware of how much I would sweat. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to need longer to deliberate on this one. I'm sad it's taking you half an hour to come to that realisation. Everything I thought I knew, my life is a lie. Yeah, do you know what? Put it to the test. Tonight, just put, just put syrup all over yourself <laughs> as you're going to bed and just see how you feel in the morning, do you know? Of all the suggestions for the show, that is definitely the weirdest one that you've brought to the table and I'll be making a note of it and talking to management. And reporting me soon. to HR. You're not going to believe this. But Jazz came in with the, this the suggestion. The weirdest request came in. Oh no, oh no, no, no. Mick has just been in touch saying, oh God, I don't know if I should say this. If you were to have spaghetti hair, it means you would also have spaghetti armpit hair and spaghetti downstairs hair. Oh, I I I like that. You like that? What? Does that mean? No, no, I mean, like, I like that that's what he's thinking about. Like, I was just assuming that it was hair on my head. Does that mean, oh my God, you'd have spaghetti eyelashes? (laughs) Spaghetti eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Spaghetti Spaghetti mustache. (laughs) Oh my God. Spaghetti arm hair. You would have, like, fluffy thighs of spaghetti. Oh, oh my, god. my god This has just opened up A whole nother side of this That I didn't even think okay, about Okay part two of Spaghetti hair versus Syrup sweat Coming tomorrow night <laughs> Oh my god cast With Jazz and Laura Now I feel you are Going to learn Something right now Now I already knew About this But a girl called Zoe Alexander Has posted a TikTok video Being like I never knew About this thing And if you don't Know about it It means you haven't Cleaned it which can be kind of disgusting. <laughs> We're talking about a oh. kitchen appliance. That kitchen appliance, I've just asked Laura to go and get from her kitchen because you're still broadcasting from home. You've brought mm-hmm. your toaster up to your bedroom. I have. Will I, will, I, will I bring it to the desk? Would you like to see it on Zoom? Yeah, get it up there because you're going to need to dissect it now in a minute. So, it's up. <laughs> look at the toaster. <laughs> like... My poor mother has just stopped asking questions. Like every so often I'll just come down the stairs. I'm like, I need this for the show. This being the toaster. She's just stopped asking questions yeah. at this point. She's Pro- like, whatever whatever you have to do. Probably. I think she finally realizes just how weird my job can be. Yeah, probably better off to stop asking questions. So here's the thing. This girl called Zoe Alexander basically said on TikTok that she had no idea that toasters have a removable crumb tray. Now maybe you're listening right now and you're like, yeah, I know, I clean it all the time. Or maybe you're listening and being like, what? A crumb what? A crumb tray. It's a little <laughs> removable piece of your toaster, like a removable floor that you can take out and obviously when the, when your bread goes in and out like crumbs fall off, it collects the crumbs and you're supposed to chuck them out every now and again to clean your toaster. So I haven't given you prior notice of this, Laura. I want you to mm-hmm. take out the crumb tray from your toaster and we're going to find out if you are clean toast people or dirty toast people. Okay, for the record, I knew this removable tray was here. Have I ever emptied it? No. Do my <laughs> mom and dad empty it? Also, I'm not sure. I haven't <laughs> asked them because this was a surprise to me. So it could be completely empty or it could be jammed full of crumbs. Are we ready to go? Yeah, give okay. it a go. Oh, I'm going to get crumbs everywhere in my room. This is not cute. Oh, I nearly dropped it. Okay, oh, ready? God. Oh! Okay. Oh! Oh! Huh? We are mildly clean toast people. I'd say there's only about... Wait, mildly, mildly clean oh, as in dirty or clean? What does that mean? 
Sorry, I mean mildly dirty people. Okay. There's not that many crumbs on this. Give it a look there. there on t- tilt it towards me there. A little bit oh, more. Oh, just spilt it everywhere. <laughs> yes. like, ah, you devil. <laughs> you my, devil, Jazz Oh my God, there is very little crumbs on that crumb tray. Yeah, I'd say there's about maybe a week's worth of toast crumb here. Yeah, I'm impressed because now, obviously, I can't be the guinea pig here because I'm not at home. I'm sure if I took the crumb tray oh, out of my toaster, it would be bad. Hang on now. Oh. As I lift, hang oh. on now. As I lift the toaster, oh. so much has come out under the tray. Oh, no. Oh, oh, we are vile. Oh, okay. <laughs> we've gone from being very clean to very dirty, have we? Yeah, yeah. there's a lot on my desk right now and all oh. over my lap. I'm going to have to get the Hoover out. Oh no, Jesus. From the toaster to the Hoover, it's all going Casadel no. Bracken tonight. Hang on, if I shake it, can you hear all the crumbs inside? Hang on. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I think we need to clean our toaster. I think yeah. I need to have a family meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, you go round up Uh-oh. the family and you can tell them the results of this finding. And if you're listening right now and you've you've never heard of a crumb tray, I implore you, go and have a look at your toaster and you'll just pull it out one side or the other and just see how much crumbs are in there. And if there's a crazy amount, send it in to us. 87 I had a brief look at the work toaster there but I already <laughs> broke the coffee machine this week so I actually I don't want to go near another work appliance in oh, this I building oh I bet nobody cleans that toaster oh definitely not the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura we are talking crisp sambos and what is your number one crisp to put in your number one sambo because I feel like by me testing just the cheese onion salt vinegar and buffalo the last couple of days I'm missing out because there's some wild and out ones coming in for me, it would have to be sour cream and onion on a bit of white bread. None of this roll business that some people are suggesting. I mean, as I said, Jazz, that is that is a whole other ball game when it comes to crisp sandwiches. White bread, sour cream and onion chip crisps with a load of butter, chopped into triangles. Thank you and good night. Sean says, sour cream and onion, Laura, you are a vile human being. Buffalo hunky dories on bat loaf all day. Thank you, Sean. Thank you so much. That is the nicest thing anyone has ever said to me. Thank you so much for taking your time out of the day to say I am vile. But I have to say, though, I've tried buffalo and it's very good as well, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Danae says, has to be real butter, sorry, real butter, fresh Brennan's bread and meanies. I feel meanies would just like tear through the bread because of their little weird shape. Is it a claw? Is it a foot? Is it a little monster fella? I don't know. Meanies are the kind of the ones they're the ones that you'd have maybe after like a night out like a crisp yes. sandwich that, like that's not something that you'd be whipping out in the office in front of your colleagues now an old meanie sandwich yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, shout out to Louise who's trying to impress with the uh, fancy text in WhatsApp I did say I was impressed by putting the name of the crisp in arts bold and crafts. <laughs> the, the WhatsApp arts <laughs> and crafts uh, she has crossed out cheese and onion and put prawn cocktail in bold I see you and I appreciate the WhatsApp arts and crafts um, again and, all, and more people saying meanies uh, Jamie saying meanies mm. ah, smoky bacon flavoured crisp says Kelly do you know what we're going to need to expand our horizons on this Jazz, I feel like we've we've been living quite a sheltered, crisp life. Like I feel like there's so many lovely exotic flavors out there that we just aren't giving the time of day. Yeah, but I've tried them all, but I just haven't been brave enough to stick them in a sandwich, you know. But that's all about to change. Yeah, prawn cocktails. You know what it is? Those crisps make me so thirsty. 
Yeah, probably a high like what, what salt is in them? content. I don't know, but they're so, so delicious. Otherwise known as the cr- the pink crisp. That's it. <laughs> the, the pink ones. The pink ones. I remember going on holidays like to Spain or Portugal. I think it was Portugal at the time. And we thought we were getting prawn cocktail crisp because we associate that with pink. Yeah. And it turns out they, they were these like fiery paprika flavour. Oh. Never again. Oh, damn. Never again. Linda, welcome to the show. Talk to us about your crisp sandwich. What are you doing to it? Hi, lads. How are you? Um, well, it's white bread. Crunchy peanut butter and salt and vinegar crisps. Oh, oh. hold on the phone. Really, really nice. Hang on. So, so who who influenced you to who? put peanut butter in a crisp sambo? It, it actually was my sister, but she prefers smooth peanut butter, whereas I don't, because I think that's too dry and it sticks to the roof of your mouth. Whereas crunchy peanut butter is nice and crunchy. Oh God! Now I have I have harsh opinions on peanut butter on its own, and I just don't know if I'd be sticking it in there with crisps and bread. Like, oh no, I just I don't think so. Like a peanut butter sandwich, yeah, they're lovely. <laughs> so you have peanut butter with salt and vinegar crisps, is that right? Yeah, that's right. A lot Crunchy of peanut butter, a lot yeah. of contrasting flavors in there for sure. Well, yeah. no, peanut butter will be kind of salty flavored anyway, wouldn't it? It can be, yeah. I suppose it would be true, yeah. Salted yeah. peanuts. Salty, yeah, yeah, yeah salted peanuts. It's not yeah. the weirdest one I've heard now that I think about it. Yeah, it's, you know, it's better than putting Vegemite or something like that with it. Oh, God. Which yeah. I would never oh, do. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that stuff needs to get in the bin. That's a game changer. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> Linda, thanks for coming on. Enjoy your crisp sambos. I will do, lads. Thanks a million. Bye now. with Jazz and Laura. We were talking about popcorn there a little bit earlier on. I was saying how I've been sleeping on it as a snack for the last couple of years. Had a, <laughs> had a bag of it there for my dinner. Absolutely delicious. But Laurie, you pretty much just uh, began um, exclaiming your your um, hardship when it comes to cooking microwave popcorn. It's honestly one of the most difficult things to get right. So like during lockdown, obviously because the cinemas aren't open, I love nothing more than going to the cinema on the weekend and getting a big popcorn and a big fizzy drink and, you know, just sit back and lose yourself in a movie for two hours. But obviously you need to recreate that experience at home. So so microwave popcorn has been something that I've been buying a lot lately. But I just can't get it right. No two microwaves are the same. If you perfect it in one microwave, it doesn't matter. If you go to a new microwave, it's not the same. I find no matter what setting I put it on or for how long, it just doesn't pop enough. And it sounds like it's popping loads, but it's just not working. Erin has sent through a WhatsApp. Hi, Laura. If there's loads of unpopped popcorn left in your bag after you eat it, you can put the kernels back in the microwave bag and pop it in the microwave for a few more minutes and they'll all pop again. Oh. It's like having seconds after dinner. <laughs> Have you never done that? No, because they say on the thing that you're not supposed to put them in twice because apparently that's dangerous. What? Do they say that? Sure, that just makes logical sense. Like you have, I think so. You have like 20 of them left at the bottom of that bag. Chuck them in again. Poppity pop. A little bit more of a snack. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Yvonne is also sent through a WhatsApp. I totally agree with Laura with the whole microwave popcorn thing. It's like an art form. <laughs> you need to get the right balance between getting enough popcorn kernels popped totally. but not so much that they start to burn, right? And the thing is, those different microwaves, not all microwaves, I would like to correct it, Jazz, have the wattage on the front, and that's not totally accurate. <laughs> and as well as that, yeah. you need to make sure it's facing the correct way and that it doesn't stop turning. So you need to be watching it, and then if it stops turning, you have to open the door and kind of edge it a bit. But sometimes, like, it can get stuck to the walls of the microwave. And um, 
you, you need to keep practicing. Like I used to be make a mean <laughs> bag of popcorn like, in my day. And then recently over lockdown, I got more microwave popcorn and I lost my touch because I left it in too long and it burnt. And then the next one, I, I didn't leave it in long enough. And it was only like half a bag. So like you just have to keep practicing. It's like anything. Like learn to make bread, anything like that. Like it's it's tough, but when you get it right and you learn how to do it with your microwave, you'll be grand. But as soon as like if you were in someone else's house and you got a new microwave, you'd have to start all over again. <laughs> start all over again. I really didn't think oh people God, have I such trouble. Agree. Like it's not. I don't. I honestly didn't think it's that difficult to 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 get a decent bag of microwave popcorn. Like you just stick it in for two and a half minutes, and usually like nine out of ten times you're fine. No, it's so hard to get right. You know what, actually? I'm going to go to the shop on the weekend. I'm due a big shop in anyway. I'm going to go and get microwave popcorn. I'm going to use these tips and I'll report back on Monday with the lovely tips and hopefully I get a satisfactory bog- bag of microwave popcorn. <laughs> satisfactory bog. <laughs> the Suecast with Jazz and Laura. The Mystery Guest. Who is this person? Who is it? Oh my god, I have goosebumps right now. I am so excited. We are kicking off another mystery guest here on the Zoo Crew. Last week was the first week of it. Um, and I am now in the hot seat and I have to guess who's on the phone. Jazz, I'm shaking. I'm actually yeah. shaking. This was me last week. It's so nerve-wracking. So I've organised this guest to come on. Laura has absolutely no idea who it is. And over the next kind of 20 minutes or so, you have to work out who it is mm-hmm. are you ready to meet the mystery this, guest this is like this This is like a, a board game at Christmas but like 10 times better <laughs> <laughs> hello mystery <laughs> guest hello can I just say I love your little jingle oh you love our little the little intro oh I love it <laughs> perfect intro <laughs> oh my god hello mystery guest I'm so Hi, happy Laura. to meet you going? lovely to meet you who well. are you <laughs> okay, wow. I'm actually, I, I didn't think I'd be this nervous, but now, Jazz, now I know exactly how you were feeling last week. Yeah. So I have no idea. Okay. I'm a bit nervous too. My heart's racing. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see Laura's face be like, oh my God, do I know this voice? So, the way it's going to work <laughs> for part one, we're going to stick 60 seconds on the clock. Laura, you have 60 seconds to ask as many yes or no questions as you want to try and help work out who you think it is. Are you ready? I'm Let's so go. ready. Here we go. Have we met in person? No. Have I ever seen you on the telly? N- no. Have we ever interacted on social media? Yes. Oh, do you have more than 10,000 followers on Instagram? I do, last time I checked. Oh, are you a comedian? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> do you live in Ireland? Um, no. Okay, has your job been put on hold due to COVID? Um, a portion of my job has. Okay, and are you in the music business? I I just might be, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I have so many questions. Um, oh, I'm actually, I'm running, I'm having a blank now. Um, oh no, my 60 seconds, I can feel it. Oh God. <laughs> um... Oh my god, I'm actually so nervous. I have no idea. <laughs> it's mad. I was the exact same last week. You really do go blank. You're like, and once you think you're on a roll, it kind of stops. Ha- has has it? Oh. Has your view, Laura, 
increased or decreased after your questions? Do you think you uh, you've narrowed it down a small bit? Um, I don't know. So you're in the music business. I am. We have interacted on social media before. On On numerous occasions. We Um, haven't met. I would say, yeah, probably numerous. Short, numerous short occasions. Okay, and then I have one final question. Are you in a band? No. Oh no, so you're a solo artist. Okay, so... Solo artist. Solo artist, there you go. Breaking okay. the game alone. <laughs> okay, so what's going to happen now is we're going to go to a couple of songs. Laura's going to absolutely rack her brain. When you come back, <laughs> Mystery Guest is going to reveal a couple of chunks of information about themselves. It's going to aid Laura in trying to work out who it is. And by the way, if you listening right now have any ideas or maybe a question that you'd like to put to the Mystery Guest to help Laura and you figure it out, by all means, 087 1038 I can already see the panic on Laura Bracken's face. <laughs> I'm sweating. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Laura, you've, you've narrowed it down slightly. Yeah, so they're not living in Ireland at the moment. They're solo artists in the music business. We have interacted on social media. However, due to the pandemic, we've never actually met in person. And um, well, is that due to the pandemic, yeah. or is it just due, yeah, somewhat, or possibly. is it just due, due to that you've never met? Yeah, but also exactly. because this person doesn't live in Ireland too. So mm. true, Do you know. True. Um, yeah. Okay, oh, so the mystery continues. So part two <laughs> is now. So mystery guest is going to reveal a couple of nuggets of information about themselves. Um, yeah. And Laura, you have to add it into your puzzle. Mystery guest, take it away. Here we go. Three facts about me, Laura. Number one, mm-hmm. it's kind of revealed already, but I'm Irish, I'm from Dublin, but I live abroad in London and I have done for quite a while now. Number two, okay. I am originally a classically trained musician. However, what I do currently is pretty much the exact opposite. Number three, it's a bit random, but I have a size... 14 shoes, which means I am pretty much incapable of purchasing any shoes in any store ever and have to order all of my footwear online specially made. Oh my God, that is a big shoe. Laura, is this the person who you were dating all those years ago? We were talking about someone on on the show during the week who Laura broke it off with because they wore shoes that were too big for their feet. uh, Oh my God. Are you that person? I'm not even joking. I'm not even even joking because I said Lassen is on the show that this guy was in a band previously and now you're no saying way. that you're in the music business oh my god is, is it you oh my been. god have, that's my next question have we ever dated <laughs> <laughs> oh my do you know what I think I think I may have nailed my guess but I need a little bit more time to think okay to mull it over mm. yeah yeah size of 14 questions? wow Is there any last questions you'd like to put to Mystery Guest? I have a question for you, Mystery Guest. Have I ever interviewed you before for Spin? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Oh, that's just throwing her off. That's just... No, no, it hasn't. (laughs) That has actually solidified my guess. Okay, Okay. interesting. Okay, Okay. so a lot of information... (laughs) <laughs> a lot of okay, information. So Go on. 
You're Irish. You're originally from Dublin, living in London and have been for a few years. You're classically trained, but what you are doing now is nothing to do with that. And you have a crazy size 14 feet. (laughs) (laughs) I have have one final question. Yeah. Are you under the age of 25? I am. I know who you are. Oh, interesting. Okay. (laughs) Part three of Mystery Guess, where we'll we'll reveal, and Laura's going to take a guess, is on the way. Mm. 087-711-1038. Do you know who Mystery Guest is, or would you like to ask a question to Mystery Guest? Okay, so this Mystery Guest was born in Ireland, but is currently living in London and has been for the last little while. Um, their job has partially been put on hold due to COVID. They are in the music business and they have confirmed that they are in fact a solo artist. Um, they were once, cla- they originally classically trained in music, mm. or cla- trained in classical music. However, they are not pursuing classical music at the moment and um, they have an incredible size 14 feet. <laughs> <laughs> the most important part. Yeah. The most important part. That doesn't help me in any way. <laughs> it down. Um, okay, so people have been guessing. Some, some, some absolutely gas guesses coming in. Um, however, Amelia has a question for you, mystery guest, and Laura, this okay. might help you. Uh, Amelia says, okay. have you ever been on the toy show? Unfortunately not. Big dream of mine, but not yet. Okay, so hasn't been on mm. the toy show. Um, okay. okay, it's time to get down to some business here. The nitty gritty. Um, oh, okay. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask these questions because these are suggestions that have come in, and and I know the answer, so it's okay to go to before Laura reveals. Uh, someone says. Um, someone by the name of Carney on Instagram, Glenn Carney, says, "Mystery guest, are you hosier?" Am I answering yes or no? Yeah. Uh, no, I am not hosier. You are not hosier. And, not hosier. And this has come in quite a lot. Amy <laughs> has said it. Sabrina has said it. Mystery guest, are you Dermot Kennedy? No. No, you are not no, Dermot Kennedy. No, not. Okay, Laura, you said you had someone in your mind. Yeah, now, Jazz, about Come 10 on, minutes Laura. ago, I said I'm, I'm writing my guest down on a piece of paper <laughs> so you know that I'm not lying and I'm not pretending. Now, mm-hmm. Jazz, you can confirm it. You can't read that, Jazz, but you know I have a name there, yeah? I can see. Okay, mystery guest. Yes. Are you Daniel Bloom? I am. Woo! Hello, Daniel Bloom. It is so lovely to meet you. Lovely to finally. Our mystery guest is the one and only Daniel Bloom. Um, uh, Very well worked out, Laura. Yeah. Yeah. Clinical. (laughs) It was. I think it was the fact that we've interacted on social media, but not ever met. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of gave it away, and the fact you're like, no, I wouldn't. You have, I haven't seen you on telly, and I hadn't interviewed you before. Yeah. Um, Apart from that little speed, little speed interview. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Daniel Bloom, thank you for being our mystery guest. How are things? You, we've been following you on online for for ages. It's our first time actually speaking, but you've been so busy in the last year or so. We love your tunes. Thank you so much. You're always so amazing with supporting us, and you know the home support always means the world. 
how has the last uh, yeah how's the last year been for you yeah I mean it's been a roller coaster like literally right before COVID hit I was uh, in the middle of uh, supporting Jax Jones on tour yeah and yeah. we had we had three or four shows still to go and uh, the whole thing got scrapped and you know obviously none of us could have really known the scale of everything and uh, it was just so weird to go from like that environment straight into isolating with my friends and my flat in the uh, in London but it was you know it was just a great opportunity to lock down make a load of new music and uh, yeah just try and see the positive in, in everything yeah for absolutely, sure absolutely yeah and so um, when we'll be able to hear some more new stuff I say you've been working on loads have you yeah lots of music lots coming some some yeah some very cool things coming in the summer I have a, a song with another uh, very successful uh, DJ which I'm yeah, I'm really excited Ooh. to put that on. Yeah, very yeah. exciting indeed. <laughs> and I mean, like your Instagram is gas. It's your 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 videos of making yeah, tunes. Yeah, on there. <laughs> yeah, you're, so yeah. much going on, and all the videos of like how you made the tunes, the background, yeah. and what you're up to are absolutely fantastic. Uh, if anyone wants to find you and follow you on social, where can they go? Yes, it's just uh, Daniel Bloom everywhere, and that's uh, B L U M E. Yeah, absolutely. And I can reveal as well, tomorrow night on First Play at 9 o'clock, we have a new tune from you that we cannot play yet because Ooh. tomorrow is First Play, obviously. Um, oh, but it's yeah. it's the latest one out. Um, we're going to be playing it just after 9 o'clock. I'm very oh, excited man. about it. It's going to be wait. good. Thank you so much. Uh, yes. I, I, have, I have gotten a sneak peek. It's absolutely good. Brilliant. Uh, but right now, to really? wrap up, we're going to play Nights Like This because it's such oh, a tune. Uh, Daniel Yay. Bloom, thank, thank you. So much for me. Thanks for being our mystery so guest. Yeah. You're a legend. We love You're you. You're the best. You thank you. you. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura.